Do you love maple syrup? Ever thought of making your own? Blaine's Farm and Fleet makes it easy with just a few key items. Stop in today for some friendly advice and all the supplies you need to tap and gather your sap. A man that knows any food tastes better when deep fried and served on a stick. This is the Farm Report with Josh Scramlin. Hey, good morning. How are you? Welcome aboard and happy Thursday to you. We got a whole lot that we're going to cram into the next hour, including a conversation with dairy analyst Cody Coster of Rice Dairy LLC. He's down in Chicago and he is going to join us and give us the latest on the happenings that are impacting the markets and operations all around the state of Wisconsin. Hey, and also as we get ready for the new year, I don't want to forget about all of the amazing farm families that were recognized as the Century and Sesquicentennial Farm and Home Award winners in 2020. So remember, if you go to MidwestFarmReport.com, you can check out the Century and Sesquicentennial Farm Salute, and that is brought to you by our friends at Compier Financial, along with the help of the All of Us Research Program. You can find that, again, by going to MidwestFarmReport.com. More agribusiness news is straight ahead. Reporting from the banks of the mighty Mississippi, Caitlin Riley joins us from La Crosse in just moments, right here on the Midwest Farm Report. You know truck duallys, but have you thought about a dual career providing the ability to farm and work for great benefits? From farm implement parts to medical equipment to power tools, Signacast builds the things that help build America. Work shifts allow for 78 fewer days at work per year. Signacast is now hiring production and maintenance employees at their Hartford location, a clean, high-tech workplace. Build your future at Signacast.com careers. Everyone at the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board lives and breathes Wisconsin soybeans and can be your knowledgeable ally in the field and at home. With important grower alerts, timely production advice and industry news, and expert-generated grower research, we are the resource to help your crop and business thrive. Stay in the know and connect with the Wisconsin soybean community by finding Badger Bean on Facebook or by visiting badgerbean.com. If you haven't gotten your Christmas shopping done for your favorite farmer or whoever, all is not lost. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And, Caitlin, you found out there's still opportunities to do some holiday shopping, huh? That's right, Bob. There's opportunities and also fresh ideas. From the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse, I'm Caitlin Riley. And personally, I know that the men in my life are hard to shop for, especially if they're the farmers or even if they're a sibling who's really involved in the outdoors aspect. And it's hard to know what to get, what to make special. But one thing that I didn't think about is what can we get that's useful, practical, and also safe? And this was a topic that Janet Davidson brought to mind. She's an education content specialist with the Progressive Agriculture Foundation. And she says, when we're looking at 2020, this is something that a lot of people are focusing on. We're looking beyond the shiny ribbons and bows when it comes to the holiday season and focusing on what's top of mind for people when it comes to health and safety. We're really starting to reflect and see that really the most precious gift we can give one another is the gift of life and the gift of taking care of ourselves and others, especially through this pandemic. So it's also brought a lot of, you know, 
of these feelings about how can we gift with safety this holiday season, both in protective items that can keep us safe and healthy, but also when we're giving some gifts that could be a little bit on the dangerous side if safety is not at the forefront. So I think it's really important for us to take that into account when we're, we're making these purchases. And if anyone hasn't checked out the Progressive Agriculture Safety's website, you often blog about topics. And when you're talking about these safety ideas, I love how you broke them down into names that are easy for us to remember. They're kind of fun, but yet they're also pretty realistic. We can probably pin a couple of our family member or friends in these categories. One of them that you have is Frugal Fred, who's the hard worker. who is kind of putting off getting some of the new gadgets or repairs that he needs. And it's nothing against anybody named Fred, but yeah, we all have that person in our life, right? You know, they they would probably give the shirt off their back and would be willing to help anyone, anytime, and is more about giving to others than they're thinking about themselves. But, you know, you might see Fred uh, on a ladder that might not be the safest, uh, it might be old, might be run down maybe he's had it 30 plus years and you know it is time to replace that however maybe lack of funds lack of time or just again that person putting somebody else before them is preventing that from happening so maybe this year the best gift that we could give Fred is a new ladder they will really appreciate it I think often we think you know maybe that's not a fun gift for someone but if it's something that that they need and that's potentially going to save their life or make their job easier, I think it's definitely worth it. Absolutely. And one that reminded me of my brother growing up that you categorize as action Adam and talking about how we might have people out there who are asking for some maybe UTVs or ATVs, something to be zipping around with, whether it's on the farm or for recreational activities. Yes. I mean, our ATVs and UTVs are just wonderful tools for us, whether we're on the farm, on the ranch, and it can really help us with a lot of our day-to-day activities. And, you know, maybe we all have that Adam in our life that has been working hard, showing they're responsible, and now they're deserving of getting the keys to that new equipment. But the thing we need to remember is to make sure that before we hand over the keys that they have safety in mind all the time. Because really, if you look at the statistics, you know, you, you might see a lot of incidents and injuries around ATVs and UTVs, but many of the time it is because of driver error or the person that you know navigating or behind the wheel sometimes they're adding an extra person or extra weight which changes the center of gravity and sometimes they just don't know the proper way to ride so the things that i would suggest is before you you know hand over those keys make sure that you're also gifting this with a lot of that personal protective equipment the helmet the goggles the gloves, you know, all of those items that are going to make sure when they're riding they're safe. But also there's free courses that um, you can sign your child up for to take part in, and then they can actually learn to make sure that they're riding safely every time. And also when you are selecting that ATV or UTV, there is no such thing as one size fits all. There are different size ATVs and UTVs matching the age, the size of the child, to make sure you really do your homework and you're getting the appropriate size equipment. So we're always making sure we're keeping safety at the forefront. 
I was going to say that's been a topic that the Progressive Agriculture Foundation's really hit hard in the time that I've connected with you, Jana. You know, this is something where when you did have in-person events, that was a big focus. And even now that we're doing a lot of things virtually, you guys are offering opportunities for people who signed up to host your safety days to give that experience that could save a life. It really could. It really could. And now we have for maybe some of our younger people out there, niece, nephew, son, daughter, what have you, brave Betty, someone who's been working hard to maybe ride a bicycle. And as soon as you get those training wheels off, you decide, hey, it's time for me to get that that big kid bike. (laughs) Yes. And this was us a few years ago. My youngest daughter, you know, she had put off learning to ride a bike. And then once she finally got it down and she was ready to lose those training wheels, that is all she asked for for Christmas was a new bicycle. So it is important, again, just like when we talked about with the ATV and UTV, when we're purchasing that bicycle, let's make sure that she has a helmet as well. Or even if she has a helmet, is it time to upgrade that as well? Because helmets have a lot of wear and tear on them. Kids grow. I know now I have two kids that grow like weeds. It seems like from one one season to the next, they're outgrowing their clothes. Well, they can outgrow their helmet too. So we want to make sure we're always checking, making sure that helmet fits and that they have one that's going to keep them safe on all their bike rides. And for people who don't make it so easy, like a young son or daughter who are saying, I want a bicycle, sometimes it can be hard to think of those ideas, whether you're looking for a stocking stuffer or just something small to give to coworkers and friends. And one suggestion that you pointed out that I think is great is practicality. What's something that people will actually be able to use and for better or for worse, this pandemic has given us some ideas. It has really given us a lot of ideas. So, yeah, being practical is key. So, stocking stuffers this year, we may be seeing a lot of the reusable face masks. And you can make them fun, make them where the kids want to wear them, even adults want to wear them, you know, maybe put on there their favorite sports logo. I'm seeing a lot now with the holidays where people are getting festive and having, you know, candy canes on their face masks. And you can be creative, so make it fun. I mean, we all have to wear them or we should be wearing them um, to keep ourselves and others safe. So let's make it as fun as possible and maybe maybe get some really cool face masks this year. The other thing to keep in mind is you may have a new family. Maybe somebody just moved into a new home and maybe they're lacking things like smoke alarms or fire extinguishers. They're expensive. Let's not, you know, beat around the bush. Sometimes safety items are pricey. They're important and there's really no, you can't put a value on it when, when you need it, you know, because they really can save a life. But sometimes, you know, especially a new family, they might just be starting out and not have a lot of extra money. They may pass up on getting some of those safety items because they just can't afford it. So adding things like that, like a new smoke alarm, fire extinguisher, maybe even if somebody had a new baby, maybe things that are going to help them baby-proof the house or keep that child safe. Those are just really cool things that you can keep in mind. Again, practical gifts, but also something that the families will appreciate and value. Well, and I remember too, Jana, when we talked a few months ago about fire safety, you had mentioned that a lot of people think about putting those smoke detectors in the kitchens, but putting them near bedrooms is something that's so important. And like you said, that's a nice gift is to give them a new smoke alarm to put outside what will be bedroom because they probably didn't already have that installed beforehand. That's so true. They always say there's a really good slogan to remember, hear the beep where you sleep. So yeah, if you have a smoke detector, again, we always put in the kitchen, 
but sometimes we neglect to put it, you know, by our bedroom. And that's really where we want to be alerted if there is a fire in our home, because this could happen while we're sleeping and we want to make sure we're able to uh, get out of the home safely and as quickly as possible. So that is really important. And Jana, regardless of what holiday that we're celebrating, when all said and done, we've unwrapped all these toys or all these gifts that we've received, do you have any other safety tips that we should be keeping in mind? Well, I have a few others here. So as you are buying that gift for a child, maybe you are getting some toys this year. Again, just like we talked about with the ATV and UTV, you know, one size doesn't always fit all. Sometimes toys don't always fit all ages. So make sure you are reading the toys to see the age appropriateness and making sure there are no things like small parts. Those button batteries can be really dangerous for little ones. So we want to make sure that we're, you know, using caution there. And if we are gifting those to maybe an older child, make sure we're teaching that older child how to use those gifts responsibly, that they're not leaving them around where another younger one, maybe their younger sibling or another family member that might be visiting might be able to to get a hold of it and get themselves in a dangerous situation. So that's a really good way to educate. And then the other thing, too, if you really want to pay it forward this holiday season, if you're feeling in the giving mood and you're thinking, wow, I really like what Progressive Agriculture Safety Days is all about, and I want to help send another child to an event in 2021, you can do so by giving the gift of safety and paying it forward by texting the word safety day, all one word, to 44321, and you can make a monetary donation. It doesn't matter if it's big or small, every little bit helps, and you can donate in honor of a loved one or in memory of a loved one. So that's pretty neat. No kidding. What a great gift and a great way to help spread the love this holiday season. And of course, we will share all the information at MidwestFarmReport.com. From the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse, I'm Kate Riley. Shop I-39 Supply in any weather. I-39 Supply's huge indoor showroom and over 200 trailers in stock. Yeti coolers, Vortex optics, and 04 outdoor hunting blinds. I-39 Supply, trailer service and more, I-39Supply.com. Johnson Tractor has new Case IH equipment on hand ready for immediate delivery. And 0% financing makes it really easy. Find year-end savings on in-stock Case IH combines, tractors, and planters. Johnson Tractor will sweeten the deal when you trade in your current unit. Call Johnson Tractor today and find yourself in a new Case IH for a great price. Johnson Tractor, Janesville and Judah. Johnson Tractor, from land to lawn. Every year, millions of Americans use opioids to manage pain. Pain can be unrelenting, overwhelming, and all-consuming. So why do so many of us try to manage pain only from the palm of our hands? Doctor-prescribed opioids are appropriate in some cases, but they just mask the pain. And reliance on opioids has led to the worst drug crisis in American history. That's why the CDC recommends safer alternatives, like physical therapy, to manage pain. Physical therapists treat pain through movement, hands-on care, and patient education. No warning labels required. And by increasing physical activity, you can also reduce your risk of other chronic diseases. Pain is personal, but treating pain takes teamwork. When it comes to your health, you have a choice. Choose more movement and better health. Choose physical therapy. Visit MoveForwardPT.com to find a physical therapist in your area. This message is brought to you by the American Physical Therapy Association. 
He takes being called a pig as a compliment because he knows that they're smarter than most dogs and people. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Josh Scramlin. We did something really fun recently in conjunction with Farm Bureau's annual convention and YFA conference. It was called Be the Babe, and essentially what we did is we had a bunch of YFA members from all over the state submit entries, and they did basically what me and Pam Yonke do every single day. They read the markets, they read the news updates, and the winner got $500. So just yesterday, we announced that Colin Welzine, who is a former FFA state president, he took home the grand prize of $500. And then Erin O'Toole came in second place, and she is taking home $250. So some pretty good entries. And if you'd like to see the announcement video, you can go to the Fabulous Farm Babes Facebook page. All right, it is time to bring in ag meteorologist Stu Muck. So Stu, it uh, is still cold outside and it does not look like it is going to warm up really anytime soon well you have to put this in 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 perspective (laughs) we are josh actually going to be warmer than normal today our normal high is now about 29 degrees the nighttime low around 14 degrees so we're above normal this morning and i expect to be above normal today yeah not like it was just a few weeks ago but nonetheless, still a little warmer than we expect at this part of December. No real big precipitation threats. A weak, cool front starts to build in from the west. And there is a small chance that as we make our way toward late Friday and into Saturday, that's light snow. I'd have to say maybe a little drizzle or some sprinkles could mix in with it because there's going to be mild air building in ahead of that cool front. Winds, in fact, become south late tonight, a south breeze tomorrow, helping to bring some more mild air in. Could mean just a little wet precipitation Friday night, early Saturday, and then drying out and staying above normal right on into the Christmas holiday. I'll have forecast details right after this. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the farm, not a creature was stirring, except Dad hanging lights from the barn. The Midwest Farm Report wants you to deck the farm and show us just how festive your homestead looks this Christmas season. How sure does look swell, Clark. All you have to do is send us a pic of your farm decorated for the holidays, and we'll give you a coupon for a free gallon of milk from Quick Trip. I hope you didn't do this all on our account, Clark. Go to thefarmwi.com to upload your photo and get that milk to go along with Santa's cookies while supplies last. Deck the farm with the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, 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 there goes Pam Yonke in her suburban truck across Wisconsin. Thanks to Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1965. And by your dairy farmers of Wisconsin. Dairy farmers of Wisconsin exist to be a tireless advocate, marketer, and promoter for Wisconsin dairy farmers by growing demand for their dairy products. Keep up with Pam on social media, Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook and Twitter, and at MidwestFarmReport.com. Ag meteorologist Stu Muck joins us right now. So, Stu, like you said, it's going to be a little warmer than we're used to at this time of the year today. Uh, Does that mean that we're not going to be seeing any snow for a little bit? Yeah, just that very small chance late Friday night, early Saturday. At best, there could be a dusting here or there, and that's going to be the extent of it, Josh. Otherwise, I think into next week, we may start to erode what snow cover exists, like in that Madison area up toward Beaver Dam and Fond du Lac. I could start to thaw out a bit as well. Mostly cloudy skies today, low 30s. That's just above normal. Winds, for the most part, kind of light and variable. For tonight, mostly cloudy. Upper teens. Winds will become south overnight about 5. Partly sunny skies for a time, becoming mostly cloudy Friday. Mid-30s. I'd say 36 or so. Madison to La Crosse. South winds at 5 to 15. 
later Friday night into Saturday. Drizzle, some light snow. I think temperatures stay mild enough. We aren't going to see a freezing precipitation, but it'll be light, mostly cloudy with that little light precipitation lingering into Saturday. Mid-30s again. Southwest winds become northwest on Saturday, only about 5. And with some sun still in the mid-30s on Sunday, could be a 40 on Monday, Josh. Stu, sounds like a plan to me. We'll catch up with you soon, okay? All right, have a great day. All right, yep, you as well. That is Ag Meteorologist Stu Muck. Again, congrats to Colin Weltzine, past FFA state president. He is the winner of the Be the Babe contest, and for that, he gets the $500 grand prize. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. As a business owner, you rely on a lot of people to keep things up and running. Hey, you're not the only one who'd like to kick your IT provider to the curb. Compel Consulting has become the most trusted source of computer services. Pain-free, Compel works to eliminate the hassles and headaches that technology can bring, helping business owners increase productivity and make more money. Schedule a free technology assessment with Compel today and be more productive tomorrow. Visit CompelNetworks.com. Compel Consulting, professional IT solutions, just like having family in the IT biz. It's that time of year for giving and taking. With so many people shopping online because of the pandemic, this holiday season, we are expected to have a record-breaking year for home deliveries and those pesky porch pirates. These adventurous thieves feast on crimes of opportunity, often finding their treasure in apartment complexes and vulnerable front porches. If you'd like to keep your deliveries, Madison Erie Crime Stoppers has a few package theft prevention tips. Have your packages held at your local carrier facility for pickup. Take advantage of ship-to-store for curbside pickup or check out Amazon's locker feature. You can request that your package have a signature confirmation upon delivery. Ask your carrier to place packages in an area out of plain view have packages delivered to your work schedule delivery for times you will be home have packages delivered to a neighbor who is home or install a video doorbell since they are already on your property and porch some of these porch pirates will also check for unlocked doors so make sure that the exterior of your home and any vehicles are locked up every day and night if you have any information regarding porch pirates please contact madison area crime stoppers at 266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com individuals contacting crime stoppers can remain anonymous and may be eligible for a cash reward With a suite of metal roof this time of the year, the snow will slide off, keeping you from having to shovel it yourself. And it can prevent major ice dams. These are things you won't have to worry about. Contact us and get on our calendar as soon as you can. We'll help you plan for a beautiful metal roof. I'm Mike. And Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a suite of metal roof. S-W-I-T-A metalroofing.com Suite of metal roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You have a healthy business and you've weathered the changes. To help plan for 2021, visit Signs by Tomorrow's interactive signage map service. One certainty for next year is that signs will be critical in your continued success. Signs by Tomorrow will help with COVID signage, back-to-business signage, and delivers a fresh new creative look for your image that can increase your bottom line and competitive edge. Visit signsbytomorrow.com forward slash Madison. Imagine it. Signs by Tomorrow can do it. 
Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's a grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for a number of money-saving member benefits on equipment, autos, travel, and insurance. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Mutual insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at ruralmutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Are you fairly fit but would love a little edge up? Are you entering middle age with a slowing metabolism and weak core? MSculpt may be your answer. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie is proud to be one of the first clinics in the area to offer this new muscle building technology called MSculpt. It's approved for building and toning abs, arms, butt, thighs, and calves. MSculpt works. One 30-minute treatment can be equivalent to 20,000 crunches or 20,000 squats. It's safe, effective, and painless with virtually no downtime. Sound too good to be true? Visit Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie to learn more. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Closest of taste of success I got from the Bucks was obviously when they got to the Eastern Conference Finals, and then the uh, I will die on this hill that the NBA rigged it for the 76ers to go into the finals to take on the Lakers. That that was like my last taste of success for the Bucks, and then I'm watching this uh, this wiry looking kid from you know Greece, his rookie year where the Bucks win 15 games, Andrew, 15. Games and now we're looking at you know one of the odds-on favorites to win the NBA title and Giannis is signing for a quarter of a freaking billion dollars. Let me ask you, Andrew, in the next five years, the length of the supermax contract, do you think the Bucks will win a championship? That's the big. That, that's the twenty-five. Well, the two hundred twenty-eight million dollars. Better way to put it. Like you know, it, it, it's all fun and games this morning. Great celebration. Smoke the cigars. Drink the champagne. Like great, but. Now the pressure is on, and this is what I, a story that I'm working on. The pressure is on Giannis right now to deliver because you know, he's talked something about it. Everything that he talks about is about a championship, championship, championship. All right, cool. And you look at the last two years, he gets all the credit for what the Bucks have done during the regular season, but he gets little of the blame for the way they flamed out. Right. Um, it's not to say that, you know, he's the one that botched their, their playoffs last year, but when you're the guy, it's your team, and the fate rests on your shoulders. Yeah. Um, let me ask How you, Andrew. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. My bad. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, winning that championship, yeah, Giannis doesn't take much of the blame. It's always like, well, there's not a shooter. Like, oh, Chris Middleton folded in a big pressure moment. Oh, you know, the, the Bucks need to build around Giannis, yada, yada, yada. With the uh, signings of Drew Holiday, Bobby Portis, DJ Augustine, and the throwing was it uh, that Forbes guy? Is this the team to do it? That's that's the Bucks are banking on it. You know that that's 
we asked Giannis that when he, when he finally talked to the media this year. He, said he doesn't know yet. He says he can sit here and say that he thinks this is the best team that he's been on, but you know it takes time to figure that out. Um, you know that that's that's the big question. Yeah, and you know, kind of on the other end of the coin, the pressure is also on the Bucks that if this isn't the right mix, then they've got to be first of all willing and too able to find a way. To, to keep blowing it up and keep getting guys to come in and, and, and to put the right guys around them because you know, they, they've now set the tone. They've now set the mantra that anything short of a championship is a failure, whether it was intentional, whether it's specific. That's, that's what the oppression is. When you sign this contract, when you give a guy this contract, both sides are saying, okay, our window is open. Anything short of a championship is a failure during these next five years. I think that's a good thing, though, right? That's like, isn't that how you want your uh, organizations to operate? Because then you know Absolutely. that they're they're doing it. Yeah, don't doubt about it. Uh, Andrew Wagner joining us right now, Wisconsin State Journal. Uh, Andrew, if we want to follow you on Twitter, what is that? By Andrew Wagner, correct? By Andrew Wagner, indeed. All right, brother. So you know, I'm, I'm cruising around. The, I'm surfing the world wide web, if you will. And uh, I saw this, and you alluded to it. Let's switch gears a little bit here to the Brewers. Are we gonna get? A uh, normal baseball season? Is it going to start on time for 2021? What's uh, wh- What are you hearing, my brother? I'm, I'm a little nervous because today is December 16th, and this is exactly two months before I'm supposed to take off <laughs> on an 8.15 a.m. flight to Phoenix. Um, and I don't know. You know I, I don't think anyone knows right now. I, I saw the report from Bob Nightingale at USA Today, um, and it didn't surprise me. You know, it doesn't surprise me on either end that, one, the players think they should, you know, just start on time and everything will be normal, uh, and two, that the owners and, and management thinks that they should wait, um, and three, that no one really knows what's going to go on. And I, I think because we don't know if this vaccine is going to work, we don't know if this vaccine is going to get distributed in time. Right. Uh, we don't know a lot of things. We don't know how this winter is going to play out. Um we just don't know. Like I, I'm. I'd be, I'll be shocked. I'll be surprised. One, if spring training starts on time. Two, if it's it does start in time and it is normal. You know, where it's just everyone going through their normal drills and the media, you know, waiting around the the, the clubhouse and having our daily access. I, I just don't. I don't see anything being settled until you know probably March. Are you sick of the zooms yet, or do you like the zooms with all the pressers? Uh, I, I I don't really much care for it because I mean it, it's great from a simplicity standpoint. Yeah. Um, but it, it, this is going to be especially prevalent in baseball. He can smell fried cheese curds from 15 miles away. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Josh Scramlin. Wisconsin Dairy Producers, there's a gentleman that wants to help you go into 2021 stronger than ever before, and he's going to give you some tricks of the trade and some things to watch out for as we head into the new year with an event that he is holding. It's coming up very soon, and that conversation is even sooner. He'll join us in just a few moments. But first, let's take a look at what happened on this day in history. It was on December 17th, 1903, 117 years ago, that the first airplane ever flew. This happened near Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. The Wright brothers made their first successful flight ever. It was a gasoline-powered plane. It stayed in the air for 12 seconds, and it covered 120 feet 
in its inaugural flight. So that happened on this day in 1903, and now you know. Again, my name is Josh Scramlin, and right now I am sitting behind the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk taking a look at what is happening in the farming world around you. So dairy producers, we certainly know that 2020 was a year unlike any other, and depending on the month, day, week, heck, even the minute, we saw just how volatile the markets could be and just how fastly they could swing upward or downward. And that's why you need to be prepared more than ever before as we head in to the new year. And our good friends at Total Farm Marketing by Stuart Peterson are wanting to help you out as they are hosting a webinar this upcoming Friday, December 11th at 8 a.m. And the webinar is called Managing Revenue for Dairy Producers, Top 5 Things for Dairy Farms to Think About heading into 2021. Dustin Jonasson from Total Farm Marketing is the man that is going to be leading this webinar. And Dustin, what are some of the things that you're going to be talking about during this webinar tomorrow? Yeah, sure thing. Well, just in general, the the point was, you know, looking into the new year, a lot of people, whether it has anything to do with a financial year-end or not, it's just to kind of sit down, go over the good and bad from the previous year, and make goals for the, the coming year. So it's Webinar is meant to, you know, if anything, kind of get the wheels turning a bit. Um, And, of course, you know, what we focus on most would be the marketing side of it. We'll touch on a few other things as well, but, uh, you know, might include getting into, you know, kind of refocusing and revisiting what um, hedging is and what it's meant for, Um, controlling your costs a little bit, you know, locking in um, feed and other things when we have the opportunities and then our overarching philosophy has a lot to do with, you know, managing the revenue by using math, trying to take uh, some of the emotion out of uh, the marketing side of things, especially with some of the wild swings we've seen. Completely. And taking that into consideration, how much of the content that you're talking about tomorrow is based upon the issues that dairy producers ran into this year in particular? We'll, uh, we'll definitely start with uh, an overview of 2020 and there really hasn't ever been a, a year like that. I mean, if you look where we bottomed out last spring um, with the initial COVID panic there, uh, you know, we had almost a $14 swing higher if you're looking at the second month continuous chart into the summer. And then, of course, you know, getting into the fall, we had $8 swings essentially both directions. Um, so we are going to touch on that. Um, of course, you know, well aware of, of some of the issues that's caused with uh, negative PPDs as well with the disparity between the class three and class four prices. We'll uh, kind of touch on a little bit where that comes from. Uh, but, you know, main thing too is with some of these big swings, it's, it's important to keep in mind, you know, even $2 a hundred weight, but especially if you're talking something like eight or more uh, dollars per hundred weight, you know, that really down the pipeline ends up being a lot of money. So um, we need to, you know, make sure we're focusing on protecting the downside, protecting disaster, and then, of course, you know, take advantage of the opportunities when they do present themselves. But, uh, yeah, we'll definitely touch on everything that fed into the crazy year we're almost done with here and uh, maybe what to look for uh, that might be similar and different into 2021. This webinar, I think, is really going to help folks find out what side of the coin they're on. They can either watch it and say, okay, my plan is right, and it just reaffirms my thought process heading into next year, or it could be a wake-up call and make them want to change the thought process entirely. Sure. No, that's a good question. And um, I think one of the biggest things would be 
Um, looking at some of the tools, you know, there's there's always been a decent amount of producers if they have the opportunity that, um, you know, forward contract at the milk plant. And if you look at maybe a recovery in May, June last year, getting up back into the, the teens um, out of the lows there, it was probably pretty easy to assume with all the craziness it uh, was a good idea to lock um, you know, prices in around those levels. And of course, nobody knew we would, but we blew through those and saw at least the class three futures get, you know, above $20 there. So it's one of those where we don't sit and try and guess what the market's going to do. Um, you know, we do a lot of the fundamental technical um, analysis background uh, in the background, but focus on strategy, you know, having a plan for what to do if the market, you know, goes higher to, to this degree and vice versa on the downside. And again, just try and let, uh, admit that the market can be a little irrational and, and uh, crazy at times and, and having a plan really helps with the stress of that. Yeah. All right. So, Dustin, so you're hosting a webinar, Top 5 Things for Dairy Farms to Think About Heading into 2021. I like it. It kind of sounds like, uh, I don't know if you ever watched David Letterman, but he always did his top 10 list. That's kind of what I what it feels like. But uh, what, sure. what, what, uh, what of those five things, what's maybe the, the one thing that uh, folks maybe haven't been thinking about that you're excited to tell them about? And uh, that'll uh, we'll leave people with that. Yeah, that sounds great. The um, Probably the final thing we'll cover is um, what we call is focusing on on managing your revenue and in general producers you know wear a lot of hats have a lot of things they need to pay attention to um, and it's a little easy at times to you know maybe talk to a producer and really realize how little time they spend on you know managing the revenue side of things um, so that's where we like to at least give an idea of our approach when it comes to using you know, weighted average price, kind of planning out with different scenarios in the market, um, and just using kind of smart incremental actions there to to take away, uh, um, again, some of the emotion tied with everything there and just use math to take a measured approach. Um, so that'll be um, kind of the, the capstone on, on what we touch on there. Well, it sounds like you're going to cover a whole wide range of topics. Dustin Jonasson from Total Farm Marketing by Stuart Peterson. That's located in West Bend, but you can be anywhere in the state and join their webinar, which is happening tomorrow, Friday, December 18th at 11 a.m. The webinar is titled Managing Revenue for Dairy Producers, the top five things for dairy farms to think about heading into 2021. The registration link can be found by going to MidwestFarmReport.com and from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, I'm Josh Scramlin. Can't get enough farm news? The stories you hear and more 24-7 at MidwestFarmReport.com. You know truck duallys, but have you thought about a dual career providing the ability to farm and work for great benefits? From farm implement parts to medical equipment to power tools, Signacast builds the things that help build America. Work shifts allow for 78 fewer days at work per year. Signacast is now hiring production and maintenance employees at their Hartford location, a clean, high-tech workplace. Build your future at Signacast.com slash careers. He takes being called a pig as a compliment because he knows that they're smarter than most dogs and people. 
This is the Farm Report with Josh Scramblin. Make sure to stick around because in just moments, dairy analyst Cody Coster from Rice Dairy LLC in Chicago is going to join us live to talk about all the things that you as a producer need to know. So again, Cody will join us in just a moment. But first, let's take a look at your opening markets, also from Chicago. March corn is opening the day in the green. It's up two and a half cents at four twenty-seven and a quarter. While May corn is up two pennies at four twenty-nine and three quarters of a cent. Beans are in the red. January beans opening down a half a cent at eleven eighty-three and three quarters of a penny. And March beans are at eleven eighty-eight. Even that is down three quarters of a cent. Wheat's also in the negative. March wheat is down one and a quarter of a penny at five ninety-eight and a half. And May wheat. Wheat is at five ninety nine and three quarters of a cent. That is down one and a half cents. And then as for your class three fluid milk contracts, January milk is down twenty three cents at sixteen oh nine, and February milk is down fifty cents at seventeen thirty one. Cody Coster joins us next. Wondering where you can hear how milk contracts are doing at this time of day? Wonder no more. The Midwest Farm Report will be back with a market update in just moments. I'm so sick. Ooh, honey. Honey. Dayquil Severe Honey. It's maximum strength cold and flu medicine with soothing honey-licious taste. New Dayquil Honey. The daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head fever. Power through your day. Medicine. Uses directed. Shop I-39 Supply in any weather. I-39 Supply's huge indoor showroom and over 200 trailers in stock. Yeti coolers, Vortex optics, and 04 outdoor hunting blinds. I-39 Supply, trailer service and more. I-39supply.com. There is no reason to be intimidated by words like gold, diamonds, jewels. No reason at all, especially when you stop into Goodman's Jewelers, 220 State Street, same location they've been at for over 85 years because they haven't been in business that long by intimidating people. They've been in that business by having beautiful pieces at all price points, whether it be an engagement ring, a wedding band, a pendant, maybe even a necklace, birthday, anniversaries, so many different occasions to give such beautiful jewelry that is very affordable. And of course, they've got the bling bling the shine and diamonds but they also have a great selection of other exotic gemstones and a lot of the cuts that are super hot these days they may have that traditional feel that traditional customer service but they also have the new modern looks of today stop in and take a look at their jewelry case talk to the staff find out what it is that they have and what it is that they can create go online goodmansjewelers.com Compeer Financial is grateful to the hardworking farmers and their families as you work relentlessly to feed, clothe, and fuel the world all year long. Thank you for all you do, and we wish you a safe and happy holiday season. Give your local Compeer team a call at 844-426-6733 or visit Compeer.com for lending, crop insurance, appraisal, and other financial needs. Compeer Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender. A man that knows any food tastes better when deep fried and served on a stick. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Josh Scramlin. All right, let's talk markets. Let's see what is going on this morning. With that, I bring in Cody Coster. He is an agent and broker with Ever Ag, formerly Rice Dairy. So, Cody, uh, just looking at things this morning, butter's down two and a quarter, black's down a quarter. Uh, what are the things that have been influencing, influencing the markets uh, these past few days? What are you seeing? Big thing that has influenced the markets recently is the big talk of the stimulus package that is supposed to be signed this coming Friday. 
I think it's what a lot of people have kind of held their breath for to see if there's going to be another food box program, uh, what everything might entail. And I can tell you, Josh, right now, what we've learned is it's looking like it's going to be, you know, and again, until everything is signed, we can't be positive. We're just kind of speculating right now. It'll be around $500 million for dairy donation programs, um, which could be a little bit better than a food box buying program. It won't just be buying cheese. Uh, it'll actually be donating to this program. And then another $9.9 billion for direct payments and, as the, the narrative reads in there, a food purchase program. So they're not leaving food box out. People have definitely kept their eyes on that part. Um, but I think that is what the market has kind of been waiting for. And as we all know, next week is, is generically a slow week on the CME as it is the week of Christmas. Most people are gone, hanging with family, traveling. This year, it sounds like it could be a little bit different, but most people that I talk to, they are still going to travel. They're going to put their mask on. Uh, and if they need to drive, they are going to drive to see family. So I, I don't think much changes on that front for next week either. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot to unbox there. So I, I guess my biggest question, the programs that you're talking that could be in this potential stimulus package, would they be friendlier to dairy than the programs that we've become accustomed to? Uh, like, wh- like which one would we prefer, the dairy industry? I think most people that I talk to in the dairy industry would not prefer another food box program as it would probably drive cheese to another price of $2.75 or $3 where it does not need to be. But they have talked about the SNAP program. And the SNAP program would definitely help with the class one getting some of the, uh, you know, the, the fluid milk out to the people, which would help elevate both class three and class four. So that would not wreck people's PPDE or basis in the milk check. And I think that's what most people are fearful of right now is, hey, it's fantastic. Class three, which $25 last time. But a lot of folks that are in these class four states still saw anywhere from seven to nine dollars taken out of the milk check because class four did not get the chance to catch up with it. Yeah, I and, and you know it's one of those things. Like you said, you look at it, your milk's up, milk's up. But yeah, that PPD. And I was at a town hall with Sonny Purdue and some farmers maybe about two months ago, and that was the biggest thing that people brought to his attention. And speaking of the USDA, you know, we now have a nominee. Uh, Tom Vilsack, former Secretary of Ag. Have you heard any rumblings? I have not seen anything yet, but I'm curious, or, or do you have a feeling that USDA under Vilsack might want to continue any sort of program like the USDA has under the current administration? I mean, I, I think they do. That's kind of the other big question right now is this $9.9 billion. Is it given to Sonny Purdue on his way out to make things good? You know, does the Trump administration make one great push on their way out the door to leave a, a, a legacy behind them, we'll say. That, that's the word I've kind of heard thrown around, leave the legacy. Or do they wait until the Biden administration gets in, decide kind of what they want to do, give it to Vilsack and say, okay, this food box program has worked. Democrats have said it is working. Why would we stop something that has helped the people and kind of let him run with it? And I think that's a big question right now leading up until this this friday debate is there's so much that is lingering right now there's a lot of speculation going around in the industry um and it's just it's so hard to pinpoint it down right now it it is it is i mean it, you know you, you you shoot darts and you you hope you can land on something but yes there's just so many moving parts uh cody before we go any further how can folks get a hold of you if you want to, if they want to 
Yeah, so if anybody wants to drop me an email, uh, my email is cjk at everett.ag. Uh, that'll be a great way to get a hold of me. We can talk about anything, and I will reach out to you that way. Perfect. Cody Coster from Everag, formerly Rice Dairy, is along with us. So we've got one week until Christmas Eve. Uh, I doubt that there's going to be any last-minute huge pushes with uh, cheese purchases or anything. For the most part, those have been made. But you said that next week might be a little louder than we're used to. What are you expecting? Well, I don't know if it'll be a little louder than we're used to. I know every year during the week of Christmas, it always just kind of slows down a little bit with everybody traveling. I would expect that people, everything that has needed to be bought thus far for the holiday season has been bought. I mean, I don't see anything really changing next week. Um, but if we can just kind of hang out here in the cheese price, I mean, if we can just maybe hang at 175 179 somewhere around there and slide into the new year and kind of get our bearings about us, figure out where this vaccine is going to take everybody, who's going to get it, are we going to be able to go out? I know in Michigan right now, everything is still locked down. That means not a whole lot of cheese is needed at these restaurants. Butter, fluid milk, schools are still closed for the most part. So I think folks are still honestly waiting to get the heck out of 2020 and really see what this new year brings for us. <laughs> it's almost like you knew my next question because that's what I was going to ask you is what are the biggest things that we should be looking out for the first month or so of the new year? I think the biggest things to look out for is the vaccines left uh, Michigan. It left Pfizer. Last Sunday, I believe, the first trucks rolled out of the the port. Um, When is the American public going to be able to get it? Who is going to want to take it? Who is going to be mandated to take it? You know, uh, health workers, uh, the Army, National Guard, Marines, that kind of thing. So what are we looking like to open back up? Because I've heard a few different speculations that it could be a while until the actual American public sees this. I mean, they're talking about May, June, July. That's still another six months for people to be locked down, and uh, people are getting a little squirrely. I mean, people want to get out. They want to see people. They want to go out to eat, and I think when that happens, when we're allowed to go out, there's not going to be a whole lot of people that want to sit at home anymore, to be completely honest. They're going to want to go out and, and spend money and eat food. Completely. All right, one more time before I let you go. If folks want to get a hold of you, how can they do so? Absolutely. Uh, email again, cjk at ever.at. All right, perfect. Cody, always good to hear from you. You have a good holiday. Have a good new year, okay? All right, you too. Thank you, man. Yep, catch you later. That is Cody Coster. He is an agent and broker with EverAg. They were formerly known as Rice Dairy LLC. And as Cody said, he is now based in Michigan, so just across the lake. Hey, don't forget, you can go to MidwestFarmReport.com to check out our Century and Sesquicentennial Farm Salute that is presented to you by our good friends at Copier Financial, along with help from the All of Us Research Program. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.